Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 106. What? I am the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. And with me, as always, is the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. I'm sick again. Yes, again. You get sick, like, twice a month now. Yeah. And it's cause, disgusting. because I work in an elementary school. With disgusting little children. But I'm always I'm always sick. I, it always seems to be me that I'm sick on the podcast, but that's because I've been on literally every episode. And now I'm tethered to you by a headphone and it's disturbing him. <laughs> I know, away. I can see you I can see you physically leaning away from me. Which makes better tethered by a headphone than tethered by a snot. Makes me feel like oh, that I have leprosy. And who is that I hear? Why it's King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bastard Brigade and Wicked Anime. Heyo, yes. And joining us today for this is uh, all the way from the Californias is uh, Jessica from Nerdy Show. Hello, way out west, and happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Out west. Yes, uh, Jessica is, she's the one who coordinates that awesome what we're watching article on nerdyshow.com each each month or no each season, season. season. for wicked season, anime yeah. yeah for wicked yeah. anime's picks of the animes uh, of the season which should be up by the time you're listening to this yeah episode. we should have another episode uh, hopefully because it would be kind of a bummer if you listen to this episode which we're going to be talking about that stuff before you read the article because i'm just going to spoil the article for you yeah right <laughs> <laughs> or you could read both and it'll be great yeah we can't read this you're, nothing you're nothing like it. pressure to get us on it either so. <laughs> <laughs> deadlines what uh but yeah, this episode is basically going to be us talking about, because last episode we talked about what we were looking forward to, now we've seen a whole bunch of that crap. So we're going to talk about all that crap that we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and by crap, I mean anime. Uh, although, because I've been sick, I've been home all weekend, and I've been watching nothing but Netflix, and I've seen a lot of crap. So, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. So, uh, let's start off by ringing the news bell. News. And for our Bing. first uh, piece of media news is something that's been buzzing around all the anime feeds, which is that Amazon Prime is now going to have a paid anime network. Which is going to fail hard. You think so? Yes, it is totally going to fail hard. Especially for the fact that you have to have a Prime account to actually get this channel of sorts. Like, you have to pay the $100 for Prime, and then you got to pay an extra $5 a month to have the channel. Right. 
which yeah but i mean but i think animazon is also making an interesting media play because they do this for like showtime and a bunch of other stuff too so they're i think they're trying to be like your one-stop shop for like all tv yeah you know, cable network so there's i don't know i mean it seems like they might have some different shows than crunchyroll which would really be what would they would need to do yeah to yeah well <laughs> they do have the um they have what is known as the noitanima lineup which is probably like one of my favorite lineups which makes me sad because i love noitanima i love the shows that's where erased was on that's where princess jellyfish was on paradise kiss honey and clover all these great shows came from noitamina and they now have the exclusive rights to those shows that now air on noitamina which makes me sad yeah uh it's an interesting move, and there's some speculation from people saying, oh, I wonder if they're going to have dubs, you know, I wonder if they're going to have previously released stuff available. There's a whole bunch of questions as to how Amazon is going to be any different than Crunchyroll. And uh, I think that's the point, though, right? That They're trying to be Crunchyroll, like, or Hulu that streams all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're trying to draw specifically the anime crowd because they're, fi- they're finally seeing, oh my gosh, anime is really popular. Right, which is a good thing because if this market's booming, that just means our DVDs are going to be cheaper. Well, because I mean, Amazon—it's—it's it's really weird because Amazon got stuff before, like they got anime beforehand, but it didn't run specifically on uh, an Amazon or a, an anime channel, which we're gonna—they're going to currently do. And it's basically where the where if you want a, a certain series of anime to never reach any kind of audience here in the United States, but it was still licensed. You'd send it to Amazon. That's what happened with Kaminari of the Iron Fortress. Yeah. No, I think so. I actually saw Noragami first on Amazon before it came to Netflix. It was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. Oof. Amazon Prime's because I'm an Amazon Prime member and I barely use their service anyways. But uh, every once in a while, I, I will and I'll look up their anime and their selection for free is so minuscule to begin with that it's like, well, they, yeah. they might as well not have anything at all. It's really, um, it's really too bad, yeah, though, because some of the shows would really thrive on there. Like, if Iron Fortress wasn't on Amazon, like, it would have been it would have been amazing. It would have been as big as Attack on Titan, I think. Maybe not, but in, in to my view, uh, who, who actually watched Kabanari and the Iron Fortress, it really would have been. But now Crunchyroll has Kabanari and the Iron Fortress, to Did license it? on DVD. Yeah, oh, remember Crunchyroll, that's yeah, right. Because Crunchyroll has that new print thing that they're planning on doing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And so, and so they're probably, and that was one of the shows that was set to print on DVD was Kabanari. Gotcha. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'll be looking forward to it. I'm an Amazon Prime user, so maybe, maybe if they give it like a 30 day free trial or 14 day free trial, like they did with Crunchyroll, then maybe I'll try it and see what at least what their selection is, and. Uh, maybe we need to give it a couple months so that they can actually get some licensed stuff in their selection. I don't know. But we'll be looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll thrive. And again, it'll just drive all the prices down cheaper so that we and, and more affordable uh, for everything else in the market. Yeah. That's my hope anyways. Fingers crossed. Uh, next thing that we have on Media News, uh, did anybody see the new trailer drop for the Power Rangers movie? That was freaking awesome. You think so? Yeah, I was impressed by it. I mean, I wasn't super thrilled because it, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like Power Rangers in in hundred percent. Okay, well to me, it looked like exactly what I expected out of it. Where I was just like, this is gonna be good. Um, it's really amazing that Brian Cranston is in it, and we find like, and I've I've known Brian Cranston has been in it for a while, but this is the first trailer you actually get to see him as Zordon. 
yeah. which was really and then you know they were like oh here's Rita Repulsa oh my gosh there's a Megazord oh my gosh the Megazord is fighting Goldar like yeah. that stuff is cool but it's just fan service like it's and and they already spoiled it in the trailer for us well that's exactly yeah basically that's exactly what the entire movie is gonna be I mean you can't really expect a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie not to pander a lot yeah and there it's hasn't been any word whether or not there's going to be any cameos from all the other original Power Rangers cast or anybody from the Power Rangers cast, really. But uh, I, I thought it was fun. I think the action scenes have potential to be really good. They didn't show much action, but I mean... It, as long as it's as good as Power Rangers the movie. Yeah, I know. That movie was incredible. <laughs> the movie, besides, Ivan, ooh. Yeah, besides the CG that they had to use because of the budget that they the the production hell it went through yeah jessica are you familiar with power rangers at all uh i'm familiar with it but i actually never really watched it my mom uh didn't like fighting shows so i wasn't allowed to we, uh, it was on our you know what watch jessica list. i was kind of i was kind of in the same boat as you because my parents actually forbid me to watch the power rangers for like a couple of oh years. no no we did too yeah we did too but the first but that's time what we had see it. yeah that's what we had grandma's for yeah right we went to grandma's house and she <laughs> wants to watch power rangers. oh yeah see my grandparents lived in wisconsin and uh, we lived in florida uh-huh. so it was a little it was a little hard so you couldn't go to grandma's house and be like just don't tell your mom i'm letting you watch this nope no. Nope. So then I yeah. So then I missed out, and then I just never went back and was and watched it because. But you. I don't know. But I you just st- never did. But you still got your Sailor Moon in because it was a cartoon and it was fun. No fighting. Right. right exactly. Yeah. And I guess there wasn't punching. Or <laughs> a lot of punching. I don't. I don't really know what the line was uh, in parental uh, restrictions, but there it was. <laughs> Definitely. Don't have to draw the line at short skirts and transformation scenes, though. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Slight <laughs> objectification. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. They're it, not nude. Look, they're all pink and pretty yeah, looking after they sparkly. transform. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the Nintendo Switch because yeah, we yeah, haven't had okay. a chance. We haven't had a chance on our show yet. I mean, there's been all across the Nerdy Show Network discussions about the Nerdy Show. Uh, about, oh yep. wow, about the Nerdy Show, about the <laughs> Nintendo Switch, um, and and I had a show with the DCD and David from Retro Gaming Podcast, and we had the the Hip Hop Gamer too on talking about it for two hours straight. Right, and you invited us to that show, but I honestly didn't really know anything more to tell you than other than that first initial trailer drop that they had done, which was like, oh, you get to take off the controllers and you can bring it to a basketball court and you can play basketball, not real basketball on TV screen. And and so the Nintendo Switch to me, like everyone's like, oh, what does the Nintendo Switch mean to you? Well, what the Nintendo Switch means to me Has somebody is... really asked you that? Did no. Somebody come I was going to say, that seems oddly specific. Did somebody yeah. from no. a census come and say, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, not, not, not really, but in a, in, a, in a format, you know, because everybody has, like, their opinions, like, oh, my gosh, it's just a tablet, and oh, my gosh, like, why is it $300? And then, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it's only $300. You know, like, there's that split there. Like, because I'm on the side of, like, oh, my gosh, it's a full a full new system, and it's only $300. That's amazing. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, yeah. oh, it should have been 250 because it's just a tablet. Um, which... Screw you! It's not just a tablet. Well, people are stupid. But also, what's that What's that $50 difference? Yeah. It seems very, yeah, like... Yeah. Um, but either way, um, yeah. I, 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 I actually, to be honest, I can't believe it's not, like, four or $500. But they wanted to compete with the current systems out right now. So, like, a PS3 mm-hmm. or an Xbox One currently are $300. So the only reason they're, they're selling it for that cheap is because they have to compete with the systems because it's coming out so late. Yeah. But Nintendo's always been on a field of its own because you can't find 
everything um, else. But yeah, but for me, right at at this current moment, uh, the 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 switch is a, a fire emblem machine. Like it's gonna be a machine that runs yeah. fire emblem for me. Like it's gonna be because uh, in 2018 there's an untitled fire emblem title coming out and doesn't matter fire emblem is my game i'm i'm getting it like yeah. I, so so that is by at least by 2018 maybe they'll fix any bugs that come out they'll have hardware stuff to i will have a switch yeah uh, and then there's also uh, fire emblem warriors coming out which is a muso title so they're gonna have a fire emblem muso title and there's a lot of fire emblem characters so i can only imagine what the muso roster will look like what about um uh the elder zeldas the elder scrolls zelda <laughs> yeah uh, no, Breath of the Breath of the Wild looks phenomenal, and uh, and I will have it when I get the Switch. But I'm not going to get it on launch for Zelda, right? Though I want to, but I can't. But uh, I, I if now if Fire Emblem was on launch, I would probably have a Switch right now. Yep. But um, uh, but it's not. Um, and then of course they announced all their other Fire Emblem stuff. They, they have a Fire Emblem mobile game now, and I'm, I'm pre-registered for that. And anyway, um, uh, but now now uh, me and all my Monster Hunter fans uh, that we have on uh, on the Wicked Anime Network, uh, we're all hoping like, oh my gosh, they could legitimately announce a new Monster Hunter title for the Nintendo Switch. They probably will. If they do, I imagine it's going to be at E3. I if if it is, I'll be psyched. The most exciting thing that I was looking forward to, which I had no idea they were even gonna announce, was Ultimate or Ultra Street Fighter Two, which was like a revamp of their HD remix that they came out with, like what five years ago, ten ten years ago. <laughs> no, we were still in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, up to eight years ago, but it was I, I was psyched about that because it looks like it'll play a lot smoother than than the other Street than Fighter a- than HD remix. Yeah, than HD remix and. It'll be fun. And they have Violent Ken in it now. It's Evil Ryu and Violent Ken. Yeah, which I didn't know that was lore. I don't so. think it is. I think they just did it for this one. <laughs> okay. Jessica, what does the Nintendo yeah. Switch mean to you? Oh, I've never been asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, yeah, filling out a government form. But no, um, I, I am excited for it. I am excited for Zelda at launch. I was kind of freaking out on Twitter when I found out that it was going to be a launch title. Um, but I'm actually curious to know, um, what Nintendo's play is with it long-term. Like, do they want it to be their new handhold, like handheld can- uh, console? Does this mean the end of the like DS, 3DS line? Um, because it could really go with both. And I actually watched a very interesting, like, fan speculation video saying that Nintendo came out with this to um, compete with the Vita in Japan because the Vita is still a very large platform really? uh, within the Japan na- market. Yeah. News to me. Um, mm-hmm. Which There's is why like, you see an anime. Yeah. yeah. And when you see an anime, when they have a handheld console, it's usually a Vita You're right. um, or something that looks like a Vita. Um, so I, I think I'm interested to see how this goes like long-term for them. Um and, and what it means on just their entire platform and company offerings. But uh, Zelda and Splatoon 2 are what I'm most Yeah, excited Splatoon 2 about. would be really fun to have. Although, now you're going to have to pay a monthly subscription fee in yeah. order to play it online. Oh, really? Is yeah. that a thing? Yep. On, there's paid online service now. Good so. thing Fire Emblem yeah, starting in the fall. Online. Yeah. And then there was the whole controversy that everybody was up in arms about, about there being a free... NES or SNES title up every month, but it's only available for a month, so you can play it for a month, and then it gets erased at the end of the month from your system. And oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
So like yeah, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like you're gonna be able to beat that game before the month is over. Well, if you have if you have time to jam out a game, look at but which I don't. There's still some Super Nintendo games that I've never beaten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some games. I mean, are... it's also. I mean, for me, it seems like a little lazy and easy for them, right? Like it's just yeah. like, oh, we have all of these games, and we'll just we'll we'll trickle them out to you. Like, yeah. If if you got it as like a subscription that was like Netflix, but it was with NES and SNES games with your paying for your online service, that would be really cool. Um, I wonder if it maybe... will if it will eventually turn into that. Like, if they're going to test this out for now and then see if it works, and if it doesn't, then they're going to change it up. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? They better just not hope that everybody learns how to use emulators. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, no! Um, It does seem like a really cool system to have, and I would really like one eventually, especially because I want to play Zelda, and then with you know, all the Fire Emblem titles, and then the possibility of a Monster Hunter coming out. And also, um, in my own kind of response back to the handheld system, they're actually still coming out with titles for the 3DS, um, including with the Fire Emblem Musou that's coming out, there's going to be a 3DS version of the Fire Emblem Musou for both the Switch and the 3DS simultaneously. The same thing they did with Hyrule Warriors. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, hmm. So Hyrule Warriors had two different versions for both systems, so will this one. Um, and there's a new Fire Emblem title uh, of a, a title of a... It's a remake of a Fire Emblem title that never came out in the United States. They rebuilt it from the ground up to look like the uh, the newer titles, uh, like all 3D and... And nice playouts to the battles and stuff like that. That's also coming out for the 3DS. So they're still trying to keep it very relevant, it seems. Something about a Muso game on a handheld system is very appealing to me. Yeah, I don't know. It? I don't know what it is. It's just like, look how many little people there are on my screen. See, I'd rather have. I would. <laughs> that's what happened when Hyrule Warriors came out. Is like I would rather have it for the 3DS than the Wii U mm-hmm. because I could actually sit down and play it. Yep. With, a, with a 3DS and my Wii U, I wouldn't want to waste the time, turn on the system, play it on the big screen TV just to run around and hack and slash for a few minutes. But if you're on the train going into Boston, yeah. you, could just, you could just slash right. up some goblins. Yeah. So uh, And that's mm-hmm. and I, I had a very similar argument when it came to Skyrim coming to the Nintendo Switch. You have no idea how many people will double dip on that just so they can actually take Skyrim with them wherever they go. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, true. I have a few friends that are definitely planning on doing that. Yeah, um, and especially because with the hardware, like, technically, technically, I mean, Skyrim still looks nice, but technically, Skyrim is old hardware now. I mean, almost eight, well, almost eight years. It, yeah. it, and, um, it is, but if you've ever played the remastered version, which yeah. I, it which, looks very gorgeous. No, which, yeah. which I do have. I do have the remastered version. Because um, I actually didn't buy Skyrim the first time around, so I was just like, oh, I guess I'm going to buy it now. because you're smart. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, final question for about the Switch. Uh Definite buy, yes or no? Like I've already pre-ordered. You've already yep, pre- so vibe. So, okay, so, yeah. so, so um, for me, definite buy. Fire Emblem's coming out on it, definite buy. Okay, but what about right away? With Zelda, I would say yes if I had the funds. Yes, I would have definitely pre-ordered it. Really? Walmart still has pre-orders. Uh, a lot of, like, uh, Amazon and... Uh, Amazon and uh, GameStop have sold out of pre-orders, but Walmart still has pre-orders. Yeah, I had to get mine on Target, actually. 
And I was disappointed because then I had to pay for shipping and Ugh. I had to pay like $25 shipping to make sure I got it at launch and not seven to 10 days yes, yeah, later. Yeah. I, I, I was like, mm-hmm. I had to do the same thing with GameStop with my, uh, with my Monster Hunter stuff. It's really annoying. Why do I feel like that if you pre-order from Walmart, you go there first day and you get a refurbished system? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, but that's where my that's where my buddy or or you open it up and it's just rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my buddy John went. Uh, they went. He went to buy. He went to buy something else, a, a, a BB gun, and then and then uh, and then they uh, and then he was just like looking at the stuff, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we have Nintendo Switches." They're like, "You do?" He's like, "Yeah, you want one?" <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> they just have they just have pre orders, and they extended out the the pre order date because they still got them, so nobody's going to Walmart. Huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out it's like that creepy guy in the trench coat <laughs> hey yeah you want some switches <laughs> yeah. oh no that's them for you right here that's just regular Walmart yeah <laughs> I, either that or it's gonna be like Southwest Airlines where it's like oh yeah you pre-ordered a switch well guess what you, you were on a waiting list <laughs> yeah you're actually on a waiting list <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm we actually by. overbooked pre-orders so you're gonna have to go stand in that line over there waiting for tickets that happened with me for the new Nintendo uh uh, 3DS, uh, really? the Majora's Mask edition. I ordered it on Fry's Electronics and then got an email saying, uh, sorry, we actually didn't have enough inventory to cover your order, so we canceled it and refunded oh, your money. That's, yeah, like, they, oh. that's the same thing they did with um, with everybody who got the special edition of Fire Emblem. When Fire Emblem Fates came out, there were so many people that ordered it that they had to call everybody and say, hey, your pre-order's canceled. Because they got literally thousands of pre-orders for it and they and each uh each GameStop only got like 10. So yeah. that's what actually happened to me with Nino Kuni cuz I pre-ordered the uh collector's edition with that with the spellbook and the uh drippy plushie and everything yep. and they had charged my credit card so I said, "Oh, looks like I'm going to be safe." And then about a day later they said, "Oh, bad news, you're not going to get it." Yeah, so they Nintendo it. doesn't make enough special edition product because they hate money. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't know it with their now pay for online service. Yeah, though, so. Exactly. Well, that's just it. They rely on their money for hardware, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, people will buy Mario. Well, it's fine." See, my my guess is that with the three hundred dollar price tag, is every system they sell, they're losing money. Just like the PS2. Like when every time a PS2 got sold, Sony lost money. But Nintendo has so much money saved up in the bank that they really don't need our money. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. They're still working on that. Well, they usually money. go back into the green when someone buys a game. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's basic business. Like, when you go to a retail store, this is going to be a really weird off-topic thing. When you go to a retail <laughs> store and you buy a laptop, you have to buy, like, an external mouse, a protection plan, software, like like Microsoft Office. In order to in order to make money on a laptop, you have to sell those things to a customer. That's just from my days of retail, and just so you know. Yeah. FYI. So so if you if you walk out with just a laptop, you've you've won over. Yeah. Uh, you've won over. A you store. you have stolen from a company. <laughs> so it's like the movie theater; they don't make money on tickets. Yeah. So if you snacks. don't buy pop popcorn, yep. you've also won. There you go. Yep. Still, which I don't. <laughs> Still freaking expensive for a movie ticket anyways now. <laughs> anyway, it's time for some strange news. Really? Right to strange news, huh? Yep. That's it. Uh, okay, so first up in strange news, there has been this warning from researchers in Japan advising people, hey, 
you should be careful about posting your pictures with it. Like everybody knows what the the famous pose in Japan is the peace sign, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a little history on the peace sign is that it's something that, like, kids would do. They would hold out a peace sign, and they think it's awesome. And then, like, when you go into adulthood, it's some, it's, it's like a taboo that you're not supposed to do anymore, and that's why girls hold it close to their body, so it's like people around them can't see, but now it's a cute thing, so they do it all the time. Anyways, apparently, people have been taking pictures offline of those peace signs, and they've been stealing their fingerprints. And with those fingerprints, you can get all sorts of information about a person. And this sounds like a myth, like an old wives' yeah, tale. Yeah, how is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found it on Rocket News. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh... yeah, but at the same time, it's like you gotta really zoom in so far into it. Hey man, but by, and then by the time that you zoom into the fingerprint, it's all gonna look mosaic. Yeah. It's gonna look like a Japanese. Porn. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. These these new cell phones can take some pretty high pixel quality pictures, especially if you're Japanese and like really really close to the camera because they like to touch faces and and put their piece <laughs> put the peace sign right up to their face. Yeah, that might actually happen. So you can actually steal their retina data too. So yeah. You can get it. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Just stop taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, don't you know, Evan? Uh, if you get close enough to the to the fingerprint, there, your social security tag is is engraved <laughs> right in the right in the crevices. I'm surprised so. you didn't know that. Yeah, it's a well known fact, don't you know? Thank you, George Orwell. <laughs> uh, so that that was. It, that was the warning that, that they gave. I don't know if it's true or not. Just be careful. And it's not like you can do, like, a reverse peace sign. You, can, you can't, like, flip around the peace sign because over in Britain, that means to <laughs> Oh, my off. gosh, yes. <laughs> Just turn it around. That'll, that'll fix everything. Well, maybe uh, Well, maybe if if they do that, it'll be the same kind of thing as, like, uh, how, how Japanese, quote-unquote, black culture would, is like not offensive to them, but offensive to everybody else. So now they can flip around their right. peace sign. It's it's not offensive to them, but offensive to everybody else. Uh, right. Like um, there was that ad I sent you a couple of years back of uh, J-pop singer Anasuchia, and she's posing with her tongue between the two fingers. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, Japanese Japanese people are so cute and naive. Yeah. <laughs> It just does not exist. No, they're not naive. They can just get away with it. Yeah, they They can. Because the rest of the world is just like, oh, you're so cute and naive. Remember that one I find it funny, though, that the one hand symbol that they still have to uh, censor is the one where it's the thumb between the middle and index finger. Yeah. That's the only one they have to censor. They can flip people off. They can do the sew it off and all that stuff. But that's the only one that you can't do. Which is hilarious because... On the flip side of that, for us, that's American Sign Language. It's like E or M or something like that. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did you hear about the story about the about Attack on Titan's first manga editor was arrested for suspicion of murdering his wife? Yes. Like, yep. that, that struck every anime blog across the world. Like in an instant, which is ironic because I heard it on Twitter first. Um, our, our wicked fan Mike sent us sent me that over on Twitter. Yeah, and it was it was really odd because it it I don't know how to feel about it just because it's just like oh my gosh that's that's horrible you know but then you're just like eh, they can find a new editor like but you know <laughs> it, well technically he's a former editor yeah they fired right. him yeah. for yeah. getting in an argument with one of the. But, 
other people working on the manga. I, I'm sure a lot of people were like, well, at least it wasn't the writer of Attack on Titan. Then that story would never it, get done. We have to know. No, it, it, it wasn't me. It was the 30-foot tall man. Oh, 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 but I remember what came out of this, though. Because if it was the writer, then they go to prison, and all they can do in prison is work on their manga. So... So I would almost think that it's just like... Unless they sentence him to death. Well, so we should, like, frame the Berserk writer to, for murder so to send him to prison <laughs> oh, so God. he would just have nothing to do but work on Berserk for the rest of his life. <laughs> and freaking get Berserk done. Wow. <laughs> you know what his usual excuse is for not trying Berserk? What's that? He's busy with Idolmaster. <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I remember a couple details about this story too. Uh, apparently, he's on sus- he was on suspicion of murdering his wife because he changed his story to police so many times. Like or- originally, it was like, oh, she fell down the stairs, but then why are there fingerprints on her throat? All that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. my, my stairs have fingers. Yeah, part of it yeah. was like you know uh, it was a suicide attempt, and so there's all this stuff going on. It's like get your story straight, dude. And I mean like. This is, he's Korean, the the guy who was, he was uh, Japanese, Japanese born Korean or, yeah, I think he was born in Japan, but he's Korean. I, I, I don't know if it's still up in the air or not. There hasn't been any updates on whether or not he's innocent or not. So I would assume that he's still guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how usually it is in Japan. You're guilty until proven innocent. Even if you are found out to be innocent, you're still kind of guilty. Well, let's be honest. That's what it's like here in the United States, too. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of true. If, if there's internet, you're you're guilty until proven innocent. Last up in strange news, we had the story that Evan sent over to us last night, uh, real right before we did this recording. There is a new light novel, which is not so new in plot-wise because it involves a otaku going to, like, being transported into a fantasy universe. Another one. Another one. Can you believe it? <laughs> That's light novel number 427. How- I was going to say, no, that seems novel. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> uh, what? Welcome to the show, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the twist of this plot, though, is that the otaku's mother gets transported with him. <laughs> And it turns out that his mother is a higher level fantasy character than he is, and so, and so his mother can can like has twice the attack power as he does in the world, and I guess she's super strong and she's like she's a beast, which is kind of a funny concept on an old hat, the, you know. I think it's funny what the title is called. It's called "Do You Like Your Mom." Her normal attack is two attacks at full power. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's really, that's the full title? That's, yeah. yeah. That is the full title. Now, for a promotion's sake, they will give you, in addition to buying the first book to this, they will also give you a bonus short story if you bring your mom to buy the book with you. Now, this is a huge social stigma in so many different forms because if you think about the kind of like the kind of culture that is set up like otaku are not really that highly appraised at all at all anywhere like in the world mm-hmm. but especially in Japan and not on top of that if you're a neat well if you're a neat then you don't have your mom around anyways uh, well that's not true they might be sending you money and stuff like that so that you can live your neat yeah. 
your neat lifestyle. It depends on the anime you're watching, I guess. Could you, like, is this a challenge? Like, does this, does the short story, like, lead off into this national treasure kind of storyline where, like, it's like, oh, there's, in the short story, there's a code to get to, like, stealing the Declaration of Independence. Because, like, who is going to bring their mom to buy a light novel? Someone with very, very low standards. Not low standards, just, like, very high self-confidence in themselves. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm an otaku, and I'm a completionist, so I need this damn short story. <laughs> granted, granted, it is... But here's my question. How are they going to know that the person they're bringing is their mother? Yeah, you could just, yeah, just bring somebody else in and be like, this is my mother. <laughs> I. That's true. <laughs> but regardless of whether or not you bring your real mother or somebody off the street, the person at the cash register is going to say, whatever, freak. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm there. joking. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Come on. I'm reading through the, uh, the, the, the uh, special like booklets you get, and <laughs> there's one on here that looks really interesting that I kind of already want to see as an anime. As one of the other like side like sneak peeks that you get to read through, and it's called... My girlfriend's no otaku, but she sure is interested in my erotic games. As long as it doesn't end the same way that Oriimo did. <laughs> well, wait, 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 but it's not like his sister's his girlfriend. Well, well I, I know, but... This <laughs> is Japan we're talking about. There's probably a character in the story that is his sister or cousin or something of that sort. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Either way, uh... You kind of have to stop that, Japan, please. I wonder if, uh, it's more acceptable to buy light novels, though, is the question. That's uh, a good point. Because it is a light novel, which is a book. Yep, like, that's a good not, point. They're not buying, going to buy a figurine, they're not going to buy a video game, and they're not going to buy a comic. They're going to buy a book. Yeah. So that might be a little different. But also, the thing, I mean, we learned this from Girlish Number from last season, that light novel stories are just far significantly less popular. Anyways, well, and but uh, but a light novel series is basically just a manuscript for an anime, right? As well, yeah, that too. So, so uh, that's actually a really good point. Is does that mean we're gonna get an anime of this? I would love it. I, I would watch it. <laughs> would I watch it with my mom? Probably not. <laughs> no, there you know there's some anime that you don't watch with your mom. Um, I do have an interesting story. I don't want to name names, but there's somebody within the Electric Sisterhood uh-huh. who watched La Blue Girl with their mom. Really? How did they pull that off? I don't know. <laughs> How? Yeah did did somebody tell them it was a romantic comedy or something like that? Like. <laughs> Oh, it's a I don't know. This is all I can say. Be- I've stopped thinking right now. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> my mind, my mind has just like gone blank and and just said, eh, don't worry about it. Like, it is, but I don't. <laughs> but I want don't think to. about it too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Like, how did how did that? And leave? what was the result? <laughs> Tell me the result. Yeah. Well, next time, if you ever hang out with them. I will have them <laughs> tell the story. Tell you. I want to. I, I want to know if it's if as well if it's like the mom was asking questions like, but 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 they're supposed to be raping them. Why does it look like they're enjoying it? And it was it was like because it was the pre, <laughs> it was it was the it was it was the pre rough sex era. Like yeah. they didn't know how to animate rough sex, so it all looked pleasurable. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, don't ask me why I know this, but uh, I, um, 
but it's 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 true. Like there was a lot of rape in Love Girl, but nobody was actually getting raped. It was just oh, Japan. Oh my gosh. Uh, now that's that's all I can that's all I can think of now is mom being like I don't I don't understand this where is it what what is this? <laughs> not not to, not to the point where I was just like why are we watching animated porn son it was like it's more like it's more like she has questions about the actual story and animations and uh, and motivations of the characters themselves yeah right that is how my mind is coping with this right now <laughs> yes <laughs> the worst we've ever done is we watched uh, Sergeant Frog with our grandma. And, and, and Sergeant Frog is wonderful. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we're like, hey, Grandma, you're, one of your favorite cartoons of all time is Invader Zim, which is a true fact. Uh, why don't we watch Sergeant Frog? And yep. we did. And she, I think she enjoyed it. I think so. so. I don't know. It helped that they Americanized the script. Yes, it certainly did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all we got for news. That's uh, as strange as it gets. That's as strange as it gets. It really does. That is really as strange as it gets. Thank you, Evan, for like finally peeking that out with <laughs> with I watched a Rose, or I watched uh, La Blue Girl with my mom. Yeah, a Rose Kadoji would be. Yeah, I was I was too. gonna say a Rose Kadoji, but I, that's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legend yeah, of the Orient. Yeah, watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Our buddy in college made us all sit down and watch Hiroshka Doji. Yeah, they were like, he was like, you don't understand. We have to watch this. And we were like, (laughs) okay. And it's like, and then it is like, no, you don't understand. We have to watch it in English too. (laughs) Yeah. You have to watch this. And I met the guy who voiced the main character, Bill Timone. Oh my gosh. friends with Brian Cranston. Oh my gosh. He has, he delivers some of the greatest lines in anime dub history in (laughs) Hiroshka. He almost quit the industry over this anime too, by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking Orozka Doji. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of stuff we've seen, let's talk about what we're watching, which is also going to be our topic for today, because there is a lot to talk about, because... Should we uh, should we move, do something else real quick first, though? What would you like to do? We should do a wife watch. Do you we... have one in mind? Yeah. Which one? Sean's Pokemorph one. Oh, yeah, he got very uh, upset that, uh, we, that we pushed that one off to the side so badly. He wanted to hear so bad. So, so Sean, Sean uh, <laughs> talked to us and, and would allow us to go with Pokemorphs instead of Pokemon. <laughs> so, so last Waifu Watch was... Um, uh, NPC. Pokemon. Yeah, it was the Pokemon NPCs. But Sean wanted to hear us say, well, what about... Pokemon themselves, because he's coming straight from Friday Night Fan Fiction. Yeah. Um, As to which we said, "Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up!" <laughs> yeah. And so, so which which Pokemons would we waifu or husbando or their Pokemorphs? You know, I, I tell a funny story that doesn't have to do with a waifu or husbando Pokemon, but uh, Andrew, you and I, uh, we entered a contest into what. Diglett looks like underneath the ground. Yes. And so we, so Andrew and I were in a contest where we had to draw uh, an artist rendition of what Diglett looks like underneath the ground. And uh, yours was a speed racer one, right? Yeah, I had him driving a Mach Five under the ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mine was a. I kind of went with the big burly dude one, but my twist on it was that he was holding people hostage underground, so, like, he was holding a gun to people underground while he was up smiling at a at a Pokemon trainer above ground. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Uh, so he had, like, hostages underground where he was, like, kidnapping people, and he had a gun to their heads, and he's like, oh, look it up, ah! <laughs> I'm a happy little Diglett! <laughs> so that's what Diglett looks like underground. <laughs> and now, as for anthropomorphic Pokemon, No. 
I don't have any. <laughs> I've never, no. I've never put this into thought before. Like, I legitimately have not. Which one would I want as a pet? Probably my favorite Pokemon ever, Butterfree. Well, if you type in Pokemorph right into uh, Google, yeah, uh, without the safe search on, of course, yeah, um, you get some pretty interesting results, I should say. Really? Like, you can just look at them and, and be like, oh, I found a... Uh, I don't know the names of these Pokemon. But... I found a Pikachu in a uh, San Diego Chargers jersey. <laughs> um, I actually just... Uh... Uh, googled handsome Pokemon because I was like I don't even know what I would you know like Ooh, that's a good idea. what's attractive yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's one with a what do diglets look like under the, or the ground <laughs> it's a it's a Doug trio and they all have like male bodies and they're yeah. all like embracing yes, each other yes yes although I think my favorite Pokemorph of all time is the bro do you even splash cosplay yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one where sure. it's, it's just a dude wearing a... Uh, like a Speedo muscle man. Yeah, he's like a, a Speedo bodybuilder wearing a mask that is just a magic carp on his head. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. Like, uh, Ooh, here's a really... Which one's that? Is that Ghastly? Yeah, that's that's Ghastly. No, not not Ghastly. Yeah, it is Ghastly. A really sexy Ghastly. <laughs> sexy Ghastly. Which is really hard to say because Ghastly is literally a, a black orb. Yeah, a floating black ball. But they gave it womanly With curves. With vampire teeth. Yeah, they gave this Ghastly womanly curves. And... Yeah. Oh, here's all the Eevees with womanly curves. Oh. If that was a, uh, I, I suppose if that was the uh, the option that we had to go with, I'm sh- I'm sure any evolution that was that was uh, anthropomorphized would probably be the way be the way to go. <laughs> you know, uh, the what, what's the Vaporeon? Vaporeon looks a lot like the uh, the water girl from Ocarina of Time. Thanks, Sean. This is the weirdest conversation we've ever had. <laughs> And you I mean, I guess I was thinking too, like if you like, you could go with like uh, Machoke or um, that have like the big muscles. Yeah. Like, like Machamp. Rip, yeah. Yeah. True. Machamp. Champ, See, champ. here's the thing though, is that in my whole like, I'm I'm totally accepting of, of everybody's uh, everybody's preferences and everything like that. But for me personally, I have just developed as like. A non-furry in any way, shape, or form. Like, never... I mean, if it's a girl that's wearing a Pikachu bikini with a Pikachu ear <laughs> sort of thing, that's cool. That's but fine. That's not furry. That. That's not exactly. furry. This one's I know it's not furry. I'm just saying that th- that's like how far I go with the whole Pokemon and Thermal Bank. I'm going to go I'm gonna go basic, and I'm going to go say Evolution. Yeah, mostly because I don't remember my actual choice, which was in uh, X and Y. Here's the funny thing. You know how whenever you look up, or like, in anime fan art of all kinds, you usually come across, like, these uh, Pivix mm-hmm. artists Pixiv. who are, like... Yeah, Pixiv. That's who, what it is. It's Absol. The Pokemon Absol. Yeah. Uh, well, you know how you always come across, like, these really nicely rendered... You can easily tell that they're, that they're Japanese artists... Because they're so nicely rendered anime visual novel style CGs mm-hmm. and everything like that. When you look up Pokemorphs and Pokemon fan art, you don't get any of that stuff. <laughs> like, there's never anything that nice. It's always American deviant art, <laughs> maybe 12. <laughs> I, the, who learned how to draw with, uh, how to draw manga. Christopher Smith. Yeah, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Christopher Smith's How to Draw Manga. Yeah. 
I just found a uh, sexy Dragonair that's colored in by marker and uploaded. <laughs> yes. There's a sexy Cubone. I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay. So my final answer for this waifu watch is I'm going to say uh, um, any any Pokemorph of the evolution or uh, if I want to go exotic like to the newer age and for uh, a more one uh, Absol uh, A B S O L. Man, I think the evolution you took my answer. Uh, but I came across one that's like, you know something, you typically, you can't tell the difference, like you can't, or not typically, you can't tell the difference between genders of Pokemon when you see them in the game. Uh, however, when I came across a female anthropomorphic, uh, Charizard, you gotta kind of think, it's like, you know, a female Charizard would probably look like that if there was a specific difference between male and female Pokemon. <laughs> because they're already pretty much anthropomorphized anyways because they have the legs and they have the arms in addition to the wings. So if they had that, I mean, like... it. You just had two circles on their chest and then and then it's DeviantArt. Well, you do. Look, I mean... I know. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Curvy. <laughs> it's a Kirby Charizard. All right, final answers. Evolution. I really don't. Know, um. <laughs> lame, lame, lame. Ooh, sexy Littons. Give me a sec. Come on, give me a second. <laughs> All right, I guess I can go. I guess I would go a little off the wall and go Mewtwo, because usually for husbandos, I go for like the very smart, like silent types. So, mm-hmm. uh, I guess Mewtwo. Awesome. Although he was kind of crazy. But you know, I'll yeah. overlook that. <laughs> most, most, mostly, most of the time when it comes to waifus and husbandos, you do anyway. Yeah. Evan, just say Gardevoir and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's what everybody <laughs> says. Um, there's a okay. There's one that I did find that looks really nice. That it's much more mollified sort of one. Glaceon. That's uh, isn't that, that um, cute. That, isn't that an evil- evolution? Is it? I think so. I think that's a yeah. Th- yeah, they're evolutions. <laughs> this is the first waifu watch that we've ever had that it, that's involved research on the spot because we like haven't had an answer ready yeah. to go. And it feels like the first one where we have to be reluctant to the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are, what do like, you think? Uh, we... I guess I have to go with this one. <laughs> I had to. If you're, you're twisting my arm on this, fine. There's my answer. What do you think we are, Sean? Nerds. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, Sean, for your uh for your request for Waifu Watch. Is is that satisfying? Is he gonna yell at us again? I don't know. I don't want I'm I'm scared. I don't want He's from Canada. Yeah. I we um we had a discussion on Facebook, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay. So let's talk about what we've been watching. Alright. Now Oof, that one's a little too much safe search off. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, there's been a lot of good shows, and there's actually been some bad shows that I've been watching. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> let me tell you about a show that I dropped faster than uh, even one of the short animes. The five. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna talk about that one. About. About five anime channels. No, about the. Uh, no, no, about one of the short animes. Oh, uh, I'm not even gonna talk about any short animes. Uh, I watched one that I dropped almost instantaneously, which was called Idle Incidents. Did anybody else see this one? It's on Crunchyroll. No. No. It was boring. <laughs> so what the premise of the show was is that the government is run by idols. So, like, the way that you do a political stance 
is how well you perform as an idol on stage and how many fans you have. It sounds like Rollerball. You see, that sounds like a good video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like Rollerball. Uh, okay, so the plot is there's, like, this agency going around. They find this girl in the country who, like, sings about rice so that the so that the rice farmers will do a good job at making rice. And Man, like, that's really racist. <laughs> And when when I speak it back like that, yeah, it is, but it's true. That's actually what happens. So they bring her to the cities. It's like, you would make a really great politician. Uh, um, so <laughs> there's this other dude who's an actual politician who is campaigning and is like, vote for me because I have actual issues. And then... <laughs> I have issues because I'm yeah, a politician. I have issues? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and then there's this girl who is like, vote for me. I can sing. And... Me, as the viewer, am supposed to be like, yay, go idol girl, you're cute. But me, as Jonathan, the viewer, says, I want to vote for that politician. (laughs) Who's the bad guy? (laughs) Who's the bad guy in the show? Or at least for the first episode, because when she hits the stage in the last episode, and she sings and makes all these fans fall for her, and the politician falls for her too, I'm like, no, that's BS. Like I was, I was so. Thro- <laughs> I'm, I'm totally taken out of the illusion, man. I, I was like, there was, there was nothing that drew me into the story, especially because there were actual politicians in the show. Like, if this show had no politicians whatsoever and it and was 100% ran by idols, then yeah, it would make sense. But there was this plot or this subplot to it as well, saying like, no, there's still a real government trying to fight back. To, to maintain real government stuff, which completely takes you out of it because it's like, you can't suspend your disbelief because you know that real government works. Yeah. So, yeah. so why would you I go mean, with idols? I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, like what, how, would there ever be a celebrity that would run for head office and win? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, is it a commentary on the like current worldwide? like Maybe, I don't know. I mean, like they think that idols would actually be able to run the run the world better. <laughs> Maybe it reminds me. I, you know what? It actually it reminds me of. Remember that really old Robin Williams? Oh, rest in peace, Robin Williams movie. Uh, Man of the Year. Man of the Year, where he ran. Which for I Brazil. liked. I thought that was a really good film. You liked it? I hated that movie. I hated it. It wasn't funny at all. Uh, and well, I, I blame that on the fact of how it was promoted because I. I find that a lot. I find there's a lot of really good movies that are being promoted improperly. Like, like I went into Man of the Year thinking, oh, okay, it is going to be comedy. But then it wound up being more of a drama, yeah. which I didn't mind Yeah. when I saw the final product. Well, that's true. I didn't mind the fact that it was more of a drama either. I just thought it was a terribly scripted movie altogether. Um, but I think I had my issues with that movie in the same way that I have issues with this Idol Incidents anime. Um, and just the fact that it's, it was, the reason why everything is happening is because of unrealistic reasons. And then again, for a film like Man of the Year, which now I'm branching off into a completely irrelevant topic, saying <laughs> if, if they actually let Stephen Colbert run for president, he totally would have been president. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, don't watch Idle Incidents. Can I... Can I talk about an anime? I'm, I'm gonna. I want to start off by talking. I just gotta talk about it. About okay. like an anime that I immediately, I, I dropped it, but I might watch it just to see where the heck it's even going. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Everybody on the panel here who's on this podcast, raise your hand if you ever want to know what it feels like to be a pedophile. Oh. 
Sure. So I'll, put, no. I'll put my hand so, in the ring for that one. So, yeah. Oh, right. You, you did? Oh, because... I'm, I'm sitting on my hands. Yeah, no, yeah no, actually, no. literally, no. I'm sitting on my hands, too. No. So, so, like, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm guessing, oh, even though we're only audio and we're not in the same room, I can almost guess that nobody raised their hand for that. Right. Well, if you ever wanted to, you should watch the anime One Room. Yeah. So, the anime One Room is uh, following that new trend of anime. There's this whole new trend of anime that there's POV animes. They t- So if, if it's a short anime, they take the opportunity that because it's a short anime, that's a POV anime, that you're playing a character in the show and you're following the main characters around as the character and they're having fake conversations with you, which is really weird. Um, but, like that anime, the training one. Yeah, like animated training. You were technically a main character and it was used to make, you know, Ota- maybe Otaku will start working out with these with these cute moe girls. Which sucked for different reasons. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. This one sucks but, for a whole new but, plane of reasons. But one room is you're these characters' neighbor, and and they're all, like, high school age or younger or something like that, and the camera angle, like, dips down into really weird places, <laughs> and so, like, you're staring at these girls as they're talking to you, like, wait. And, and they don't... Yeah, and then I'm like, what? No, wait, stop, stop. Am I, do, yeah, yeah, like, is this still point of view? And then, uh, and... And the girls on the other end, like, don't make any mention of it. Like, that you're being creepy and staring at them. They just kind of go with it. And then, like, the next episode, episode two, like, you're going to their house to study with them and into the room. I was like, I don't think I want to know where this goes. <laughs> like, it's like it's really terrifying. Like, it's almost like a horror film in a way. Like, if you were going to go, go see a horror film and it was almost like forcing you to kill people. Like that's what that's what this feels like. It's forcing you to be a pedophile. Question for you: yeah. Did you see episode two? No, I stopped watching after episode one because it was so creepy. Well, I'll tell you what: I watched episode two. Did you really? And it gets worse. Does it really get worse? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, scenario: Girl comes knocking on your door. Hey, senpai, how come our water has been turned off in our building? And it's like I have no water. And it was like, oh, what do you what do you mean that they turned off our water for maintenance? I guess we're just going to have to go to the public bath together. <laughs> what? And it happens. <laughs> yep. See, now... Senpai, let me wash your back. No. There's nothing perverted okay. about this whole thing. Okay, that doesn't happen. It's still, like, it's still male and female baths. But watching this as, as a my-age person, like, it's not right to watch. You just can't watch it. As somebody who might be a high schooler watching this... Maybe it's okay, you know. Yeah, because like, technically the characters yeah. will be the same age as you, but it's still creepy because they're like you're, the the POV characters like staring at them in weird ways, and so it's but just... th- but that's the weird thing though is that it breaks the POV when it does those weird camera angles, like yeah. because the girl like it'll show a shot from behind and the girl will just be staring off into nothingness, yeah. and you're like, what? Wait, <laughs> what? Are you, am I behind? Am I standing behind her? What is she looking at? What? Who is she talking to? Yeah, it's it is. Easily one of the most bizarre shows yeah. I've seen ever, especially because like when when we talked about the preseason of this anime, I was just like, "There's no description for this show." There wasn't. I, I really want to check it out because it looks like a short anime that has like it, it's going to tell stories from different perspectives. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I wonder if this is actually like the lowest rated show in Crunchyroll history because I saw it and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll check it out," but then I saw it was like two stars and I was like, "Oh, I wow. don't." Know. I don't think I've ever seen a um, Crunchyroll show yeah, rated think, that low. That I think the only show that got a lower rating than a two-star rating 
um, was when Terraformer Season 2 came out. Yep. Because Terraformer Season 1 was a five-star show. And then once Season 2 came out, everybody rate downrated it. Because Season 2 yeah. was so bad. Mm. Um, and I think that's the only show that is lower than that at the moment. You know, that's oh, wait, kind no. Of one room, one room's at 1.9 now. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, cool. Ooh. What's Terraformers at? Right, it's, up, it's up to 3.4. Terraformers is? People must be mm-hmm. watching season one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to watch season two and then downgrade it again. Yeah. So, okay. So then, then, yes, you are correct. I believe wholeheartedly that at the moment, One Room is probably the lowest rated show on Crunchyroll. That moment. makes me want to go on Crunchyroll and find the lowest rated show and watch it. Yeah. That's actually a really yeah. interesting topic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lowest think... rated. I can imagine it could be something like Poopa. No, Pupa would, would probably even be a higher rating than that, because it at least has content to the show. It's a bad show, but it has content to the show. <laughs> this is just pedophilia. Yeah. After oh, I watched the first episode of One Room, I went immediately down into the comments, and it was just so funny. The first comment was like, I think the FBI is knocking on my door right now, you guys. <laughs> like, uh, what is, Does anybody else want to talk about something bad that they've seen so far? I really haven't seen anything bad, to be honest with you. That's like I, I just hear about a show and I decide what, from that whether or not I think it's going to be good or bad. And so far, everything that I've been watching has been pretty good. Solid, Jess. Yeah, I don't have anything I don't like. I'm kind of met on Spirit Pact, but I haven't gotten to yeah. episode three yet. So I've heard of, uh, of about Spirit Pact. I have that in my queue, but I haven't started watching it. There's there's just like a bunch of shows that always come out every season that get no attention whatsoever from anybody. Um, and and I think Spirit Pact was one of those, and then School Strikers was another one. Um, I just haven't heard anything about any of them. Um, but I, I actually saw that Spirit Pact wasn't getting the greatest reviews. Yeah, it's kind of... It, it's, it's sort of slow and a little weird... Um... I don't know. It, it could turn around, but uh, right. that's. I don't dislike it. I'm just kind of like, Meh. I might dislike it five episodes from now, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a, a short anime that I actually really liked. It's called uh, Piace Vole, which is. I a, wanted to check that out. It's so funny. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, especially especially season uh, episode two. Um, okay, so it's about this girl who needs to get a summer job and. Uh, so she finds this Italian restaurant who is run by the owner's son, who's like, I don't know, 14 years old. The characters in it are just so great. Like, there's this there's this pompous master chef who reminds me of the the curry guy from... Oh, Food Wars? From Food Wars. And... But he, but he's so flawed as a character. Like, he's so pompous, but he's so flawed as a character that he's just so enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy that one. Um, and then the other short anime I watched was Nyanko Days. Oh yeah, I, I forgot I was watching Nyanko Days. It bores me. I was what? disappointed that it's not a full-fledged anime, considering that it's the same guy who directed Momokari and Gugu Dekokore-san that's working on it. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> I, I, it's cute, but it's it's not funny. It's, it's a little weird. It is like, a little weird. I, I, I find it, the concept just odd. Yeah. Like, where... where Kitty, like little kittens, are and cats are like actual like s- tiny chibi anime girls, small people, and yeah, like, like tiny people. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about what the hell's, what the hell's going on here. Yeah, like, like is it is it kind of like a uh, like a Disney thing where like Pluto's a dog, but so is Goofy, but Goofy talk, walks on two legs and talks, and Pluto is a like is this like a a social commentary about owning slaves and uh, like what's going on? What's happening? Um, uh, but um. 
<laughs> like is like as Pluto like an actual human like or or but he walks on all fours and is like barks and uh, what's going on? Disney? Yeah, he's actually Dogkin. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, Nyanko Days is is kind of funny. But not really. It's it's not really funny. It's just I'm trying just, to decide. It's, it's kind of cute in its in its humor. But... I'm actually trying to decide if it's funny. Like if it's supposed to be funny or if it's just supposed to be cute. Yeah, right. I think it might be just supposed to be cute. Right. But but then what's the? I I don't think a show can survive on just being cute. Like it has to have substance to it, like jokes. Not if it's only two minutes long. It's literally two minutes long. I know, but then yeah. but then you're just doing two minutes of i don't i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me uh, but um you could just google search moe pictures and like yeah and just scroll through that for two minutes yeah, for like two there's nyanko days yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh so i'll continue to watch nyanko days just based on like it's not wasting my time right because it's yeah. all it's literally like a minute and a half uh like inc- including credits and the last credit song is kind of catchy a little bit but um nyanko is love yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, so that, that was a little odd, but, uh, I guess going along the lines of Nyanko days is the, uh, is the full 30 minute anime coming out called, uh, Kimono Girls. Okay. Oh, Kimono Friends? Yeah, Kimono Friends. I uh, watched five minutes of that. Are you familiar with this, Jess? No, I'm not. So <laughs> I watched three minutes of it before I gave up. I watched the whole first episode, you guys, <laughs> and I didn't give up, but I wanted to. Um, so it's it's a, a complete CGI anime. So that's the problem, right? Yeah, off the which bat. is right off the uh. bat, like, like it, it's it's almost like they rubied it, except Ruby is is much better. It reminded um, me where of... they like they must have animated it all in in Poser, yeah, because it's not meant for animation. The characters don't look like they're actually animating. Yeah, it reminded me of watching cutscenes from Ape Escape on the PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> but worse, because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the the quality of the animation is trash. Um, the quality of the voice acting, however, is not trash. It's, but you can tell that they might not be as good as the rest of the other. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Like shows, you know, like the voice actors, the voice actresses that they chose for the show are not super great um like the main character sounds a little off sometimes um even with just listening to the japanese but it's it was definitely watching the first episode was definitely a, an interesting experience especially because there's like oh there's monsters in this world look out like and you're like what like what that doesn't make any sense um, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that there's that there's like they're on the savannah and there's cat ear girls well but like that's the, that's the thing no oh uh one of the things that i forgot to mention to you it's actually an educational show 
Oh, really? It's, um... Wait, what? Yeah, so, uh, that was, like, the biggest thing that I saw from it, is that it's, like, a, uh, based on, I think it's used as an educational thing, because they're teaching you about the animals of the habitats that they live in, because at the end of the show, they go to, like, the, the jungle world. Okay. Um, so they were in Savannah world, and now they're going to jungle world, and then they're gonna go to a different world after that. Um, and you know how every anime has the splash screen at the halfway point? Yeah. That's just like, you're watching this show! And yeah. then, like, when you get back in, it's like, you're watching this show again! Um, well, the the midpoint of the show is a Japanese zoologist at the zoo t- telling you about the animal you're currently watching in the episode. Okay, see, I'd rather watch that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so they're at a Japanese zoo, and they're like, the lynx is, or the, the leopard is this kind of animal. And and it's it seems like it's talking to little kids. Yeah. See, that's what I liked about iShield 21 is that they taught you, they did football clinics mm-hmm. at those at those screens, which were uh, a meto clinico, which was so funny to watch sometimes because they'd actually have, uh, they'd have real football players like telling you how to play football on it because, I mean, if you're Japanese, chances are you don't know how to play American football. Yeah. So, mm. but me watching it, I was like, I already know this. Yeah. But, uh, but that was, that, that's a uh, Kimono Friends. Um, it's definitely, I think it's a kid's show. Um, and it's, it's definitely interesting, but it's not a good show by any means. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. follows also Crunchyroll rating style. Cause that's going to be my job this episode. Apparently, uh, it's <laughs> two and a half stars out of five. Really? So, yeah. Well, there you go. I would much prefer to watch Japanese Jack Hanna talk about animals. Yeah. That would, that sounds like a good time actually. Yeah. I picture it would be the guy who was on, um, most extreme elimination challenge, the Gila douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i yes i can picture him be the guy showing off the animals does anybody um, remember jack Hanna? anyways yeah. <laughs> oh no i totally remember jack, jack Hanna. I, I, I have um some old johnny carson videos like the best of johnny carson and it has a bunch of like clips with jack Hanna on it well right. you could just like uh you could go through, like, a Ranger Rick magazine. How about Ranger Rick? Do you guys remember? <laughs> oh, my God. I used to subscribe to that for years. Yeah, and My brother like, had it. <laughs> so, like, you go through Ranger Rick, and it, but it's all written in Japanese, and you're like, I can't understand this. <laughs> yes, it's like that. <laughs> um, I think I know a couple people who became furry <laughs> because of Ranger Rick. <laughs> Let's talk about some good shows this season. And uh, so these will be the shows that we've either written or will be writing in the article on nerdyshow.com. Yeah, uh, you have to realize that we're recording this before the article is written, so we have no idea what the future holds. But these are the shows that we will most likely be talking about. Yeah, uh, what shows are we watching that we really like? I, I'm actually still ramping up to the ones that I really like, but here's one that I, I kind of like, and I'm definitely going to keep watching. Has anybody been watching Saga of Tanya the Evil? No, no I'm still I, really I unimpressed mixed... if I want to watch that. Yeah, me too. I had mixed feelings. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. It's strange. It's really, really freaking strange. So the show, you don't find this out until the second episode, but if you read the synopsis to the show, then you already find this out. So there's this dude who's like, his job is to fire people. And that's in modern day Japan. So in modern day Japan, there's this dude who, his job is to be the guy say, by the way, you're fired. He has no feelings or emotions towards that whatsoever. It's just a job. And, like, that's it, it. He is inherently evil because of that, I guess. So, anyways, one day, this is episode two. This is basically the plot of episode two. One day, one of the dudes that he fires pushes him onto the train tracks from, on a subway as the train's coming. Life stops. 
God stops all time and talks to this dude directly and says like, Hey, so get this, you're inherently evil and I can teach you how, uh, how to, or like, like how to be merciful. And so what God does is gives him a new life as a newborn orphan girl in this alternate reality world war one. And so he grows up as this, as this little orphan girl. So now he's, she, so she grows up in this orphanage and, but he, but she still has the consciousness of this evil businessman who is like, even though I just spoke to God face to face, I still don't believe in him. So I'm going to just, so I'm just going to just spit in his face and be as evil as I can. So then he enlists in the German army. And uh, <laughs> you're, you're right. Just even like listen to that. That is really weird. Yeah. Like really yeah. weird. And so as, as this, I think nine year old orphan girl is, becomes this, this sergeant, like master sergeant and leads platoons of people who are called quote unquote mages who use this technology that runs on magic that uh, can can shoot bullets, magic bullets out of guns that can create shields for them, and so it's like regular World War One, except there's magic bullets in it, and they can fly. <laughs> Thanks, Japan. So it's like evil Izetta. Yeah, Izetta. Yes, say. yeah, it's actually a lot like Izetta, except a whole bunch of people can use magic. So like, there are platoons of people who can who are who are these mages. Tanya, the character of Tanya, is so ridiculously evil. Like, it's called Tanya the Evil for a reason, because, oh my gosh, this this little girl is so evil. Um, and, and she does not care about about what she does or anything like that. Now, the good... I'm, I'm sorry, but when you said to, she's so evil, for some reason, I, like, flashed to the Earthworm Jim cartoon with, like, Evil the Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the whole PSA about, oh gosh, she's working so hard to be so evil. Evil. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. Like that. That hits the nail on the head. Um, you're, it's like watching a little human evil the cat. Uh, but like the things that are good about it, the animation is phenomenal. The action scenes are great. It's just getting behind the ridiculous story, like the the goofy ass concept of this alternate World War One with magic bullets and and this nine-year-old girl leading a platoon of people. like And, like, you're cheering on a nine-year-old Nazi girl. Not cheering her on. Absolutely not. When you're watching this, yeah. you're like, man, I cannot wait for Tanya to die. Uh, <laughs> or at least that's the way that I'm feeling about it. Um, and you know she's not, because she's the title character. Like, if they if they called it Magic World War One, then you're like, maybe Tanya will die. Um, but it's not. It's called Tanya the Evil. So you mean uh, Battlefield 1? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we're stuck. We can change the world. Um, uh, <laughs> a show that um, a show that I'm watching, I would really like to actually write about in the article, but I don't know if it's going to make the cut. Depending on what we're all watching, uh, is Akiba's trip. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And I surprisingly love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, and <laughs> I like it a lot better than and, I thought I was going well, to. Well, because the thing is, same here. Because the thing is, I, Akiba's Trip is a video game, and so it's an anime based off of a video game, but it's a completely different story than the video game. Yep. And it's Which I think it's cool, because that way nothing gets spoiled for you. 
But it's not even it's not even things getting spoiled for us. It's the fact that you can kind of make choices in the game and there's like a, a certain plot where so now you don't have to worry about any of that being like, oh that's inaccurate, oh that's inaccurate. It's just because it's it, it doesn't it doesn't even relate to the game. It's but it's the same concept as the game, but it's not the same story. Um, so it's kind of its own idea while being inherently the same. And with them doing that, it's kind of this fun, quirky, funny action anime. Kind of like a Kill a Kill style ridiculous yeah, story. It, it really is. And um, I, I, I enjoy it. Like every time Akiba's Trip comes out, I'm surprisingly saying, ooh, I gotta watch the next episode. I mean, I haven't gotten past the first episode. I actually, I started watching the first episode and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I just got distracted and I just stopped paying attention to it halfway through and then never went back to it. Yeah. So it's encouraging to hear that it's good and maybe I'll give it another another yeah. go. Well, and, and the thing is, too, is I'm still actually surprised at how good it is. Like, because I, I didn't expect it to be good because it was a, an anime based off of a game. And those are usually not that good. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And the way that they're actually moving along the plot, too, in its rapid, rapid succession... Um, I like the characters. Yeah, I mean, the, well, characters, the characters are too. good. Um, the only problem is, is because the animation for the fight scenes are so good, the animation suffers in other places. And sometimes you get a little bit of Jiggly Jiggly Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while. Not too often, but not Not as bad once. as Studio Dean. But mm-hmm. it does have some wobbly lines a little bit. Yeah. I will say that I was... I decided to go all in on the show with episode three because of just how funny it was. I love where you're watching the Popeye and she's like, la, 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 oh, la, yeah, la, yeah. la, And everyone's like, oi, 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 oi. It was kind of funny because it kind of played on the idea that pop idols are just kind of pumped out and produced and industry bait. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, they just kind of produced her and she's just like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this, whatever. And she has, like, a cold la, la, la. One of the things that I thought was really hilarious about it is um, not many people will catch this, but because I follow Peter Payne and J-List all the time, I know a lot of uh, JAV locations because he posts about them. Yeah, and the, and <laughs> I know the, what you're talking and about. And the pool scene yes. takes place in the <laughs> in the pool that they use. Every time there's a JAV, a Japanese adult video, that's shot at a pool scene, it's always that location. And yeah. that's where they work. Like- and like, I, was, I knew like exactly like when I saw it, I was like, oh no, I know what's going to happen yeah, here. And I was just, and, and it was kind of shocking and just to the point, but that I, one, it was shocking that I knew where that was. Thanks, Peter Payne. Um, <laughs> and two, that they would actually like locate it in that area. I don't know. It was, it was funny, but it was, it was well, funny. Well, keep in mind, funny. like they actually kept true to what Akihabara looks like. That's why you you're not yes. seeing knockoffs. You you actually there's a Carl's Jr. in Akihabara. Yeah. yeah, that's right. There was a legit Carl's Jr. and like yeah. and and when the character went in and the person at the counter was like, "Welcome to Carl's." Yeah. Uh, now, if only Rick and Morty can show up with those like anthropomorphic cheeseburgers that show up in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room! Stop touching my stuff! Yeah. <laughs> He's stealing from me! He's stealing from me! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Akiba Strip, and on one last note, it's really good, um, but beyond the f- obvious fan service of having to take off the enemy's clothes so that you can, so that they get the the bugs out of them, um, there's also more fan service beyond that, which, uh, I guess... Is there? 
is expected. Yeah, remember, like, I mean, the entirety of that pool scene where, like, uh, what's her name? The Moy? Arisa. Or, yeah, yeah. She says Moy. Yeah, when, like, she she's... She does say Moy. Right. That bathing suit... That bathing suit photo shoot scene was so risque. Oh yeah, and yeah, like well, so unnecessary. Like it was it, the the shots that they were taking were very unnecessary. I, I kind of wouldn't really expect anything different from a show. Like I that, wouldn't though. either. Um, I, I honestly either. wouldn't either. But also, it's not necessary because there's already enough fan service in the fact that you're taking off people's clothes, like as a part of the plot line. I'd so do, yeah. the fact that you need to do like a very skimpy bikini photo shoot in there too. Not a hundred percent necessary. Yeah. So, Although I gotta say that it's really funny that they gave Arisa an American accent to her yeah. Japanese. Yeah. I've never heard that before. What? What are you talking about? Well, no, I mean like I've never heard it before in an actual Japanese recording. Like in when they did it in Samurai Champloo, they actually had an American speaking Japanese. No, they've they've that that voice actress that plays her is in like every single anime now as as the American. Speaking like she was, uh, she was in the new Love Live Sunshine, and she played. Well, I never saw Love Live Sunshine. Oh well, there's a character in it that is that character. The one that I did see was uh, she she was the character in Food Wars, the mother in Food Wars, who was a judge. Yep, and um, and she was also in uh, Ed Otama, I believe, um, and played. Oh right, she played the uh, uh, played Mo- yeah played Moton. Um, so there's a, she is a voice actress now who is hired specifically. To play an American Japanese person, huh. or an American person uh, speaking Japanese. That's because well, actually she... she's actually in the show. She's Finnish. Oh, I missed that. I missed that detail. But I, I feel kind of bad for her because now that you expect that character to show up in every single anime ever, but at least she has a job and she has work. True. You know, seems to be working out really well for her because she's she nails it on the head. But yeah, like you always get those like oh wow lines or the excellent or oh very nice kind of things like that pop in and out of every japanese line that she says so i've actually been watching uh fuka Mm -hmm. and i gave the anime a try because i gave up on the manga after the first chapter um because it did seem like it was going to be a little too over the top with fan service there was like five panty shots in like the first 10 pages and i was just like "Eh, okay i'm I'm not so into it (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where's the virtual manga app? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the the show um, is was really a lot different. Um, They're combining Mm -hmm. uh, the manga chapters in an interesting way and not staying totally true to to the source. Um, But it's it's pretty heartfelt um, in in that it's just this kid who doesn't know how to interact with people basically and can only interact with people by Twitter because he's afraid to talk to people um, and kind of meets this loud over the top girl who like drags him to get these matching like couples keychains and so they pretend to be a couple so she can get uh, get them and he's awkward and like slowly coming out of his shell and, and she's learning how to deal with it and it's just kind of a sweet interesting interesting show um and then they decide they're gonna make a band so he's now gonna have to really overcome everything and be a be a band member it's it's interesting that you say that because i remember when suzuka was coming out um which i believe that suzuka is the the uh the this is a sequel to suzuka yeah because fuka is the daughter of suzuka yeah suzuka the manga also had a lot of fan service that the anime cut out 
Like the yeah. the the manga was like a TV fourteen or TVMA rating, or if if a manga had a rating to it, but the but the show it's the TV show itself was TVPG. Uh, yeah, so I mean it's it's definitely way. I mean there's there's still panty shots because when is there not? But uh, it's not as over the top as as it was in the manga. And then I actually binged on the manga afterwards, which I don't recommend. It spoils a lot of things. Um, but the story gets it gets really good and it, it explores some really interesting and complex themes. Um, but then like every cover for no reason is like a half naked woman just because it, even though it has it's a story of people forming a band and trying to make it as a pro but that's how yeah, you sell anyway. that's how you sell copies yeah um, yeah yep, yep. i, I kind of want had an interest in starting fuka but i i don't think my heart was really in it just because i'm not really interested in starting another romance another romance anime just to be disappointed by it honestly what were you disappointed by before there there's just been like a lot of shows that um you don't trust any after golden time Golden Time. Was oh, yeah, well, I, yeah. That that was the worst show. One of the worst shows I you, have ever seen. You know, he made um, me hate that show after he dissected <laughs> it for me because I liked it, and then he pointed out everything wrong with it, and I was like, "Oh, great! Now I hate this show." <laughs> um, and yeah, and there have been. Let's see. Um, I liked Nisekoi. When I caught up with Nisekoi, I was oh, super. Oh, I, I no, that's a harem though, and that's a little different because I love my harems. I always love have a, I've always loved. So my there's harems. a difference between harems and romance. Yeah, because like romance is like a developing relationship between two characters, and um, I guess Bakemonogatari is really, really amazing. Like it's a really, really good show, but the romance factor to it kind of disappointed. Like I, I don't, I didn't really like mm. it as much yeah. uh, with the romance in it, and um. It, it kind of worked, but it kind of didn't. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I've been burned by a lot of romance animes, and I'm just kind of not really ready to be burned by one again, if that's the case for this one. So, I don't know. Well, speaking of romance animes to begin with, Evan, did you watch Siren? Yes, I've been watching Siren. Okay, um, how was that one? It's, um... So, I've been actually kind of jokingly calling the show Awkward Boners the anime, because... <laughs> Okay. That's actually what I thought it was when I read the description, it seemed like. Because I swear, because, well, the show is going to be split into 12 episodes, but the four-episode arc where the character of uh, Shoichi is going to be with, like, one different girl per these four-episode arcs. But I swear, the character of Hikari, who's the first girl, is just doing everything she can to make sure Shoichi gets an awkward boner in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny! Like, I'm, like, I know it's trashy, I know it's stupid, but I... I'm kind of having fun watching it because it's just funny him reacting like every time. Oh, oh, that's Hikari. Oh, Hikari's feet. Boink. Oh, not again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, so, so is it supposed to be a comedy? Yeah, it's a romantic comedy. Because, um, because the description that I saw for it was strictly romance. And yeah. There was nothing. There was oh no, no it's any, comedy. Yeah, it is was, comedy. Like, no mention of any humor or anything like that. So now you have me at least a little bit interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would give it a go. I like. I wasn't too sure if I was gonna like it. Apparently, it takes place in the same universe as, uh, the series as the dating sim game, um, Amagami. Or, or Amagami SS, as the anime was called. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a totally original story and everything like that. But I'm enjoying it. I like the um, I like the banter between Shoichi and Hikari, even though it, um, sometimes it's going to involve Hikari giving Shoichi the awkward bonerness of everything. <laughs> but, it's, but it's funny. I, I've, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm, 
I'm actually surprised, like, Anime News Network gave the first three episodes a C average. Hmm. Which, okay, maybe I can kind of understand that, but this is just, like, a little bit dumbed-down silliness. Huh. With maybe a tiny bit of a serious undertone underneath, but it's it's funny. I like the dialogue, I like the humor, the animation is actually really good, and yeah, it's... Don't go into there thinking you're going to be watching something that's going to change your perspective on anime. It's just <laughs> it's just a show where you're going to see a guy keep getting an awkward boner because of what Hikari's doing. Well, you've definitely piqued my interest in it uh, and changed my perspective on what I thought it was. So, mm-hmm. so maybe I will check it out then. Oh, hey. I have, before we get on to like the really, really, really awesome stuff that's been happening this season, I do have one more show... Uh, that I've been watching that was promoted pretty heavily by Crunchyroll when it first started coming out, and then I watched the first episode and I said, why, I would hide this one under the rug. Um, which, it was a show called Handshakers. Yeah, I didn't, I haven't watched any of it, though. It's not, it's it's a run-of-the-mill anime. Um, it's like a fight anime where, uh, so there's, there's, there's this dude who's really good at fixing technology, especially, like, watches anything with cogs or anything like that. He can just fix it. He just knows how to do it. Like, there's this one scene where he just fixes this dude's car who's broke down on the side of the road. Um, he ends up finding this girl in a hospital bed uh, in this scientist's office. He touches her hand, and he gets these magical powers from it. And he can never let go of her hand ever, or she will die. And that's, like, the relationship that they have with, like, sharing their magic with one another. And so he can never let go of her hand, and he gets transported into this world where he just fights other people who are also holding hands with other people. It's called, they're called handshakers. It, again, it just sounds really run-of-the-mill. However, it will most certainly be the worst animated show of this season, if not this year. Um... They do this really weird thing where they try to be super ambitious and, yeah, let's go for it. And they try to make these dynamic camera angles with uh, panning. You know how in anime they what they do when they pan from left to right in a room to make the, the room flow, uh, the scene flow, um, and they use it with cards? Well, this one, they pan it in a circle. And so they're always moving in 3D space with the camera. And the rooms, the environments are 3D, but the characters are 2D. So you have 2D animators, like, having to do face turns, which is a really... It's, it's one of the first techniques that you do when you're in animation school, fun fact. But, um, but they have to do it for literally every single scene that happens. And they don't have time for that on a, on a show that's being released on a weekly basis. They don't. Like, I can guarantee you that this show is going to have a recap episode at one point because there's no way they can keep up with the amount of animation that they have to do. Um, or they can because because it's so it looks so rushed and so gross. Like, I, I even say you have to watch the first episode of Handshakers because the animation is so bad that you have to see it for yourself. Like, like they, try, they just tried to be ambitious and they crashed and burned hard. Uh, I, I can't even... I don't even think I can describe it properly to somebody who's not an animation major. Like, they, they do unnecessary unnecessary boob jiggling in it, too. Like, there's... In one of the first scenes, you meet the love interest of the character who fixes an MP3 player for a character, and 
like gives and it's the class president who's a female and he gives it back to her she puts the earbuds in starts listening to her music and she's bobbing her head and like if you bob your head do you feel your chest move at all absolutely not does it move in this anime absolutely um it's just so unsettling and so weird like you have to experience it for yourself watch the first episode of handshakers it's terrible (laughs) um really good try this food it's disgusting yeah (laughs) then you'll know what good is (laughs) yeah so um great shows this season Who's been watching? Oh, which one do we want to start with? There's like shows that are just like so. How awesome. about the, how about the big returning one this season? Konosuba. Oh, Konosuba. Yes. Jess, have you been watching Konosuba? I'm actually just in the middle of season one right now. Um, I just started watching it for the first time about uh, like a week ago. Do you okay. do you like it? Uh, so far, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it, it was an interesting take, I think, uh, on the whole like I'm suddenly in a different world genre. Yeah. Um, the tired and genre. it doesn't doesn't piss me off like ReZero does. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have such a love hate relationship with ReZero. Um, but yeah, Konusuba is strictly supposed to be satirical in every way, shape, and form. And I think, personally, that season two, they've taught themselves. Episode, they the have. First, the first two episodes of Konosuba season two are funnier than... I, I think it might be one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I, I agree. Like, um, <laughs> I remember reading on the on the Anime News Network forums when the first season, like, completed, people are saying how funny it is. There was a couple people who had been reading the light novels, and they say, oh, wait, it gets better. And... So far, it has just been hitting one funny joke and one funny, like, visual gag after another. And it is, like, the most... This is the show that I look forward to the most, once again. Yeah. And the, its biggest flaw? Studio Dean. That's yeah. that's about it. But the writing is so good in this show. And even still, the characters are so awkward and they make such awkward faces, you don't even realize that uh, their drawings are kind of inconsistent. Uh, and you made the um, great analogy of it being a lot like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I, on your show, we mentioned that it, it was very Ren and Stimpy, where not every every single scene they looked like something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Like those those, those close up high. Re- that's the only thing that they were missing are those close up high render shots that have like that are really gross and disturbing looking. Yeah. Then you'd have like 100% Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I still uh, highly recommend Konosuba to anybody who needs to watch something funny. You gotta watch it. Like, let me put it to, to listeners this way. Like, if the writing keeps up the way it has, it might become my all-time favorite anime. Yeah. I, like, and it, you know what? I would agree with you. It's so hard because I want to talk so much about the show. Like, I wish that we were doing, like, what our buddy Phil from Phil's Recap and Review was doing. And, like, do, like, a, like a special, like, video episode talking about <laughs> each episode. Because there's just so much that happens in each show that j- just keeps a w- top, top, top the previous episode. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's all so equally funny as well. Right. Like, the... Like, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I love when they're finally back at home and they want to use the bath and Mega Man goes, hey, haven't you ever heard of Ladies First? And then just Kazuma just goes into this whole big fucking rant about feminism that is yeah. just... Yeah, that was so ovation. funny. <laughs> yeah. 
leading to him just like, all right, we're doing this, and he just pulls down his pants. Yeah, he just drops his pants. He's <laughs> just like, well, I'm already naked, so I'm getting in the tub. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> just like, are you naked? Nope, so I'm getting in the tub. <laughs> of course, as we've been pushing a lot of on a lot on wicked anime is that everybody should be watching Kenosuba. Yeah. And the light novels start being published next month in America. I think oh, that's exciting. Well, pre-ordered. Oh, I've got another one. We can we can talk uh Masemune-kuns. Yes, right? please. Yeah. This is uh, this is actually probably my favorite most favorite new show this season. Yeah, kick it off for for us Jessica. Yeah, so um basically your uh rags to riches story, I guess. Uh Chubby little kid gets denied by the uh, gorgeous, uh, gorgeous woman, and now sets off on a quest for revenge to get back at her and humiliate her uh, in in a way that she humiliated him. Um, uh, and so finds her again in high school. She doesn't know who he is, but now he's on this plot to make her fall in love with him, uh, and so that he can just totally destroy her um, and feel better about himself, I guess. It's it's a movie straight out of the early two thousands. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it, it's obviously it's obviously going down the path of well, it's going to turn into like a like a well, he's not now he is actually falling in love with her kind of a thing. Yeah, but um, is it now? Is it just me or uh, does everybody else kind of get the impression that it's all this is also going down the harm? Oh no, absolutely. Uh yeah. oh yeah. When yeah, on the last episode you said that and I said no way. Like I said that and then I watched episode 2 and I thought back on episode 1 and I was like, man, that was a really stupid answer. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> because it's so clearly going down the horror. Well, path. um have you are, you are you totally you're on episode 3 or you've watched episode 3, correct? I haven't. I've only watched episode 2. Oh, have you watched episode 3? Huh. Oh wait, I've episode, watched episode 3. Is episode When did episode 3 come out? Yesterday, yeah, it came out this past. What? Yeah. Oh, then, out, then, like, then you're right. Thursday. Then yeah, then you're right. Then I haven't watched it yet. Episode three really made it for me. I think, yeah, the show. Same here. Um, and again, it was the one that made me go all in for this show. Well, see, yeah. and the thing that I really, really like about it is none of the characters are too overpowered. Like the fact that um, the fact that she is like is like this really kind of powerful character who shows that she kind of. It feels like like she kind of has an evil side to her almost, and um, uh, but there are these bits and pieces of her vulnerability where she mm-hmm. shows that she has a softer side that she's not actually that evil girl. Uh, she she is a brat that is like for certain she's definitely a brat, but she's not unbeatable. Yeah, but she's not unbeatable, and she's like she actually has like this little you know her moments of naivete where she she's completely naive. To all this stuff, even though she's trying to be on top of everything. So, I, I really enjoy that about her character. Um, yeah. And now the I, fact that it seems like every other girl in the picture, in the situation, is is chasing after Masamune as well. Even though he's pursuing her and he's denying all the other girls because, because he's ha- so bent on his revenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I gotta say, it would have ended for me for class president. Yeah, like honestly, <laughs> it would have been over if we're talking waifu. Yeah. Definitely the class president. If class president, yeah. yes. like asked yeah. you out, you've been like, "Oh, screw that! I don't even need to do this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have said, "Yeah, let's let's be boyfriend girlfriend," but I gotta finish my revenge. Yeah. Put her put her in on the on the plot. But um, but the but the thing is though is the fact that he did that set up a really fantastic plot device. 
that now he has this girl that he knows likes her, likes him, but has already been denied and has been denied, but she doesn't seem to be really phased by it. She still seems to like him. Oh, mm-hmm. she's phased by it. Oh, no, she's, I, she's phased no, she's, by I it. think she still likes him. Yeah. She still likes him though. Yeah. Right. Um, so she's still pursuing him. Um, but that now, but after you watch episode three, Jonathan, you'll actually kind of get the idea of, oh, maybe there's more girls pursuing him. Right. Well, I had the, yeah. that idea to begin with. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and, uh, just based on how many different anime stereotype girls there and, are. And what's up with the, his, his friend in the class who is a boy, but is, is voice acted by a very famous female voice actress? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, there's a lot of gay jokes in there regarding him being a bottom. I, yeah. Yeah. I, hold on. Are we saying that it, it that he is actually a male? Yes. They, yeah, they refer every, to him as he. Yeah. yeah, every every single character in the show refers to him as a he, and all the jokes, like, they actually have, like, freeze frames and stuff of them being, like, uh, Seme and Uke together. Yeah. Of being... Yeah. But I think they're going to eventually spin it that it's just like, oh, just kidding, it's really a girl who okay. a boy. Okay, here's the thing. Mm. They have done this at least once per season in an anime. Yes. They did it in the anime uh, two seasons ago called 100. Yep. They did it in Nisei Koi. They did it in uh, Haganai. Mm-hmm. They've, they've done this trope so many times. Yeah. And, you, and I know for a fact that that character is female. Yeah. And not, yeah. and we're not talking transgender. We're, we're, what we're talking about is that character is a female, but for some reason, just wants to portray themselves as a male in the classroom, like the cross-dressing. Yeah, that is a it, for whatever reason, it's a trope in Japan, and I think it might be somebody's fetish. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but as of right now, every single character in the show believes that it's a it's a male, right. and and to the right. point. To the point where there's no actual evidence yet that they are female. Yeah. Which would be very interesting if they yeah. finally but, turn that, that but the, on but its head. The funny thing is, is like his eyes are all flowery. Yeah. And like and it's yeah. and very and very clearly voiced by a very famous Japanese voice actress. <laughs> yeah. So so like that that whole thing, it's 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 kind of funny to me that like, well, what if it actually is a male character? You yeah. know, like and, and it's just a very effeminate male character. And the thing that gets me every single time is it whenever there's an anime like this and they finally do the reveal that it's a female character and they're like, What? And and us as our, our audience members are like, Well, finally. Yeah, we, oh. we can finally move <laughs> we can finally move past this. Yeah. Oh no way, you're kidding me. Yeah. Oh jeez. I was so You trans. got me. Congratulations. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> writing writing at its at its best. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you though. Masamune Kun is definitely one of my favorite and definitely a top contender this season of being one of the best shows. Even though uh, Jessica, uh, as well, I know that you mentioned it with Fuka and stuff like that. This show also has a very, very high panty flash rate. It does. Very much so. Yeah. I guess it, that's like the, the standard, um, I, like what you just come to expect sometimes. And I, I think what, what got me in Fuka in the manga was like, you would see the, oh no, they flipped over and then you saw her panties and then she's sitting up like after she fell over and you see her panties again. Mm-hmm. And then she hits <laughs> the guy and you see it as an angle from behind and you see her panties again. And you're just like, uh, okay, I get it. Like, I think she's wearing panties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. Confirmed. But yeah, like same page, like this in the anime, there are a lot of good handful of panty flashes per episode, but it doesn't really bother me. 
Yeah, me neither. Like, um, yeah, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really bothered by it, and I, it, I, maybe I'm just desensitized to anime, being like, oh, Japan. Right, but, but again, not necessary. Yeah. Right. Uh, but but yeah, Masamune-kun definitely stands up on its own as a I, as a definitely a highly recommended watch. Yeah. Again, my favorite. This there, now there's, I think there's just one more show that I want to talk about. Really? Because um, I, I have three. You have three. Well, we're we're getting pretty close down to the wire here. We are on this yeah. recording. My favorite show to watch this season, this is my top contender show every time it comes out, I have to watch it, is Interview with Monster Girls. Yes, it is. Yes. It is yeah. the bomb. It's so damn cute. It's literally... <laughs> it's cute. No, what I like about it is it has this whole sort of, like, it goes into the science of how these demi-humans live and, like, yeah. how they act in the real world and such. It, like, legit explains things that have never been explained about vampires or dulahans and one and succubi and all yeah. these other sorts of creatures. And I've never seen anybody do that before. Like say, oh, this is they do this because of this. They do that because of this. And it's refreshing. Yeah. It's very refreshing. I and I want to go on record just by saying if dulahans were real, I would have absolutely no problem going on a date with a dulahan. <laughs> no, especially not she as she well as her. her. Yeah. 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 Um, Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have to say that every season of anime, they try to outdo, every studio tries to outdo one another with, haha, we've created the cutest girl ever. And I really think that the vampire girl in this is definitely like the top contender for, haha, we've created the cutest girl ever. Because like the facial reactions that they gave her mixed with her voice actress's responses to that are so beautifully done where, you know, she mm-hmm. she has, like, those quick realizations of, oh, what was I doing kind of thing. So yeah. she just kind of goes, like, yeah. oh! Yeah, like, and, and, like her, and her face, like, pops into frame, and, oh, my gosh, like, how do they... I, her adorableness, I can hardly stand it. Like, I can hardly hand how there, adorable she there is. There are dudes in, dudes in lab coats somewhere doing algorithms <laughs> on trying to figure out how to make things cuter. Yeah. And it is working. <laughs> so that is... And Most... there are her reactions too, like like when she stubs her toe is just so funny as well. Well, and the whole thing that that whole episode where <laughs> where the Dulahan and the and the professor go out on a date, but they like they coax him into doing a date by saying it's an experiment, and which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, you know, because yeah. because yeah. he's so he's so into the idea of oh yeah, let's do interviews and and I'll learn about your life. And they called it an experiment, and she just wanted to go out on a date, and that's what they did, and he had no idea. Um, that he was being super yeah, creepy. And, um, yeah. and, um, <laughs> and breaking some very... I was going to say, school rules probably yeah. aren't there. Yeah, it's a lot um, of bad school rules there. But um, but either way, like, uh, it's it, it was just so funny. And then, you know, they had that whole thing where, like, she was holding... He was holding on to her, but she was going to the bathroom elsewhere. And, like, <laughs> like it was just, like, that moment. It was just, like... I don't know if, like, like if you could just go to the bathroom at any moment you wanted to while you were with people in public, like, what would that look like? You know I, mean? <laughs> I feel like that I would announce it to people if I was a Dulahan and, like, I was hanging out with people and my body wasn't there. I was like, by the way, guys, I'm peeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what, it, what a unique scenario to yeah. be put into, you know? And Yes. And, um, and the fact that the vampire chick was so involved in the whole thing and oh just the part like even still it was fan servicey but you had to laugh when the when she poked her in the nipples like yeah. that was so <laughs> yeah. funny like it was, 
She like you gotta ran do off it. this whole loud scream. You gotta do it. I, I would laugh I would laugh just the same if it was done to like a dude and like Yeah. Like he boop. was like yeah, like booped in some sort of way while with like a female and like re- responded to all like that would have been brilliant. Yeah. Or like the uh like if it was like a male Dulahan and someone did the thousand years of pain yeah, thousand years that she yeah, does. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and the fact when she had to go to the bathroom, she was like waving her hands and like had to like write down on a piece of paper, like, uh so good, guys. You have to watch Monster Girls. Like, it was, now I haven't the, seen episode three, but I'm. Highly, oh man, I'm I was just about to talk about to that. Out the story. You the need to watch it. It's a great episode. It focuses more on the succubus, and yeah, that's well. what I'm waiting on. That's that's what I'm waiting. It it's is like, so like, good. It's like one of my favorite D and D monsters is the succubus. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's everybody's favorite monster. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. They kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how do they kill you? But in, but until that killing happens. Hey, no, no. In the in the players in the or in the in the monster manual of Dungeons and Dragons, it says the opposite party gets no pleasure out of it, so it does not matter. <laughs> death by snoo snoo. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's, it's death by snoo snoo. It's like, huh? <laughs> where are you going with that? Hang on, where are you going with no, that? No, the um, I was going with the whole Futurama episode with the death by snoo snoo and like Fry and like Kit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like going, yeah, wait, oh, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's still, it's even like, still in the end. Yeah, we got Snoo Yeah, we got Snoo uh, <laughs> Snoo. The, the mind is willing, but the body is spongy and weak. <laughs> and bruised. <laughs> spongy and bruised. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, yes, I'm, I'm actually very, very happy to know that I have a, an episode of of interview with monster girls waiting for me yep. so i will probably do that today so that is definitely my show okay yes uh we're coming down to the wire so let's talk about the last couple shows that are super awesome miss um, kobayashi's dragon maid <laughs> okay yeah oh so that's right kobayashi-san's dragon maid damn it that show was so good <laughs> it's so another just another just show about like one? let's talk the cuteness no i've here. seen that one yeah you have it's okay. so funny um, and I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I went into it being like, eh, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is delightful. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It is really, yes. really funny. Yeah, uh, and when they introduced in the second episode the, the new dragon girl, who is just utterly adorable. Yep. Um, just like, again, lab coats, algorithm <laughs> on cute. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they, they figured out the formula for cute dragon girls. Um, oh, man. I, I also kind of enjoy the fact that uh, this show, uh, we talked about this on Evan's show, um, but uh, where a lot of shows nowadays with, with Yuri themes in it are like, oh, they could be Yuri, like, it could be Yuri, they could be in love with each other, but we don't know because they haven't kissed yet, and, you know, uh, where this is just straight out like, oh, yeah, I'm totally gay for you. Like, and, and then it's just like, oh, good, at least like, there's no like haunting questions just like that is just literally what it is you know yeah, and, yeah. and and kobayashi is totally like but i'm a woman oh yeah no and, and like i know <laughs> episode three was really funny or episode two episode two was really funny because because she she was just like you know so you understand human emotion and she's like oh yeah i totally understand human emotion and he's just like like i like how you're totally in love with me and she's like oh i guess you don't understand human emotion you know like so <laughs> she doesn't reciprocate the feelings and the, uh, and but like the dragon girl is totally gay for her and it's really funny yeah mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I think but, I like also that it's not them two as like a comedic pair. Like in the first episode where they go out for beers and she's with her coworkers. Yeah. Um, and the two just go into like straight otaku mode. And you're yep. just like, I, oh, this, I was not expecting this. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is pretty great. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know what is going on here in this discussion. I find that uh, Kobayashi and uh, Toro, their, their chemistry works so well because... I don't think I would like either one of them if they were alone uh, as characters. But together, I love them. It's this really weird chemical reaction that they have together as characters. Almost like the odd couple, you know, that yeah. sort of way. Or, or, or like the movie Grumpy Old Men, you know? <laughs> like, it's, well, it's. I think Kobayashi would just be too over the top, and you'd just be like, okay, I get it. And then. So, so sweet. who's the Walter Matthau and who's the Jack Lemon in this? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, K- uh, Kobayashi is definitely Jack Lemon. Really? Like, it's... I think so. I would so. say the other way around, because with, like, Toru's sort of, like... Because Kobayashi is kind of, like, the grumpy, like, sort of, why are you here in my apartment now? Meh. Yeah. But he was... like... Yeah, but he was the... But he the grumpier one was, like, the funnier one, where uh, Jack Lemon was more the straight man. And that's more what I think about Kobayashi, is she's more the straight man. Okay, I can kind of understand that. Actually, quite literally in this case, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, I, I do. I really enjoy the show. I think the, and the, I think the fact that they're planning on adding more characters as the show goes on is going to be really beneficial to it, because mm-hmm. I think that the, more, the, the characters that they're planning on adding are going to be really great. Mm. Yeah, another one, really good one that I recommend. It's it's funny, it's cute, and it's very well written. Uh, very well animated, too, I, I might add. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, the character designs are very interesting in that way that we got when we got... Uh, um, uh, my uh, I can't understand what my husband is saying. And, and uh, yeah, uh, Kamara-san can't, Kamara can't, can't decline. Can't yeah. decline. It's, it's that great, wonderful animation. We finally got a full half-hour anime of, of this character. Have you seen those shows, Jessica? No, I was going to watch, I can't understand uh, what my husband was saying, but then I just never yeah, had that, time. Very good if you are in a mixed relationship, as I am myself, where yeah. I am the otaku and my and my fiancé is the straight yeah. uh, normie. And, um, yeah. and uh, uh, Komori-san Can't Decline is just straight up one of the most adorable shows like and it's it's and just it's, so heartwarming. It's so heartwarming and really funny. You have to watch it. You okay? I I almost wish that 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 Kamori-san was a half hour show and that there was more of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I hated the fact, I hated it when it ended. It was so good. Yeah, and again, you can watch both those series in in, in a half hour. Yeah, each. in a half hour. So, so I only have one left on my list that we haven't talked about yet. But we already talked about the best shows ever. What could you we find? did. Uh, Gabriel Dropout is the last one. On my list. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot about Gabriel Dropout. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things that I've seen this season is when she tries to teleport herself into the classroom and only her panties go, and then all of the men, all the boys in the classroom just start worshipping Start and praying and floating, floating down to her death with the light. Hail Mary, furl grace. Yeah. Um, okay, so Gabriel Dropout is a show about an angel who goes down to Earth to uh, just live amongst humans and learn their ways and just kind of be amongst them, watch over them, and be a good influence. 
However, she discovers video games. And um, <laughs> I actually felt so bad. Like, after watching that first half where she's like, oh my gosh, she's such a wonderful angel. And how, just seeing how video games corrupted her so bad, yeah. I felt I felt horrible. Awful. It was an awful, yeah. awful feeling. Jessica, have you seen this one? I have not. I've, But it's on my list of things to watch when I have yeah. time. It's so. worth it. Yeah, also, Again, also an, recommended. Another yes. cute show. Yeah, it's an, yeah, yet another show where everything is adorable. We're in the yeah. age of Moe, which... Uh, it, yeah, it's kind of unescapable. Everything you're going to watch is adorable. And Wicked Anime is a show of manly men who also like cute, adorable. Cute things. <laughs> yeah. We are manly um, men who like you. Can I say that I, I think my favorite character in that show so far is uh, Satania. Oh, yeah, me too. Satania is the best. Yeah. Let me let me explain why. Because there's this... So there's the whole scene of like, oh, I intentionally didn't do my homework. There's nothing you can do about... Ah, 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 ah. And it just cuts her just crying, yeah, holding the two. Uh, <laughs> like, like, you know the what that kind ador- of... The most adorable whimper and cry you've ever heard. Like, yeah. and she's you like know what the- that really remind me of? I don't know if you guys remember an episode of Space Coast Ghost to Coast where Brack was taunting Space Ghost and he, and like Space Coast keeps zapping Zorak because as Brack goes, oh, you can't zap me. Why? Because I'm not animated to explode. And then just <laughs> Space Ghost just does it and, and Brack does the cute cry like Satania does. <laughs> that's funny i totally i totally don't remember that <laughs> oh man that's but yeah uh yeah you have like this really interesting idea of this angel who's no longer angelic and nothing bothers her yeah um, and then her best friend who is a demon who's not a demon at all who acts more like an angel yeah. than she does who and is then, my favorite yeah. character and then i might add yeah and then there's um and then there's satania who's the uh the princess of hell who's going to take over hell as the queen and has no authority over anybody. Um, and then there's uh, the other angel who Raphael. does... Yeah, who, who everybody loves but is so hateable. Yeah. Um, every, every single character in the show is like has an exact opposite personality to what they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, right. no, I've, I've got a lot to watch now. So yes. Which is good, because yeah, yes. it's raining, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Cal- you're, you live in California, you need that water. Yes. You really yes, do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And and we've certainly given you the listeners a fantastic <laughs> a certainly long list of homework. Yeah, and yes. uh, but at least we gave you some options. If any of those anime so, uh, sounded appealing to you, then in the least th- then we highly recommend watching them. Except for, you know, the ones that we told you not to watch like One Room and and maybe Kimono uh, Kimono Friends. Oh, uh, but in that case we 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 crapped on them so bad, though, that everybody's going to be like, yeah, oh, God, I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch it. it to see. <laughs> I'm glad to see it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only show that we didn't talk about that I'm still also thinking of watching is Chaos Child. But I just don't know how much it's going to just be, like, all of the other high school people investigating strange things yeah, that that's a tough we've scene. Yeah, so, I mean, like, it's weird that you got that series and you see, oh, there's that semicolon. I wonder exactly. if it's going to be good. <laughs> That's know. funny. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yep. We have very uh, little, if and no fan service at yeah, all. Yeah, limited fan service. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the only Except thing when that we... Sean yelled at us for the, all the whole <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, we got a couple responses about uh, the 
Power Rangers trailer that we posted, Keto said that it he it hurts his soul knowing that it's probably going to be trash. <laughs> which you know, it's it might be true. It because I mean I see it as it looks like they're trying to do Chronicle but with Power. Oh Rangers yeah, no, suits. totally Keto. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had other people who were like psyched out of their minds on Nerdy Show, mm-hmm. who were like they were saying, "Yes, I know that it's all together. It's going to be awesome." So there's a toss up between it. Split down the middle. Who knows if it's, it's going to be, be really, good. really good or really, really bad? When does it come out? March, March twenty fourth. March twenty fourth. Power Rangers comes out March twenty fourth. Well, John, but, John Wick two is coming out first, so I'm more excited to see that. Yeah, February tenth. <laughs> so it's the week before February the show, and the week and two weeks. Oh jeez. Before your name. It's gonna be a freaking busy year for movies for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. I wish I wish it was like back when I was in college, where every Friday we could go to the movie theater because we didn't have anything to do. All right, so let's time to some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Hey guys, if you want to join in on the conversation, let us know what you're watching, or let us know if you're interested in anything that we talked about. You can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com/wickedanime, where we read. Some of those fan service comments for you. Uh, we post news and updates and anything we find cool over the internet. You can also, of course, find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where we have this podcast that you're listening to if you're not listening to it on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Um, <laughs> uh, and you can also find our videos over there, which our videos are hosted at youtube.com slash reviews. Uh, which we just posted a whole bunch of new videos that you guys can check out. Maybe like a couple, but we have a few more in the works uh, that uh, will make their way on soon. I know some of you guys are really waiting on to see the highlight reel from Victoria playing scary video uh, games. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's going to be a really long video because there's so much good stuff. Is it? <laughs> okay. And of course, you can find us on all the social medias. You can find us at uh, Tumblr at wickedanime.tumblr.com. You can also find us at Twitter and tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime. And you can find us at Twitch when we are playing those scary video games with Victoria. It's not at twitch.tv, Wicked Anna Play. Uh, we don't use it too, too often, but when we do watch it, we will let, or use it, we will let you guys know. And hey, uh, we just want to give a uh, really uh, spotlight shout out to uh, iTunes. If you, I know iTunes is like rarely used by anybody anymore, because especially because you need to have a credit card in order to make it, but... Uh, we get noticed as a podcast on iTunes much more frequently the more reviews that we get. So if you can go on to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and you don't have to leave a review, but it's really awesome if you want to, and we'll read it on the show because we love them so much, especially because we can feel the energy from you guys and, and all that. Um, it really helps us out, and it really gets us noticed more. Um, and on top of that, if it's like if, if that's like the best way to... The freest way to support us on, uh, on uh, support Nerdy Show too is by doing reviews for all the shows. But uh, also, if you want to throw some money at Patreon for the Nerdy Show Network, that helps us out too. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's Patreon.com/slash/NerdyShow, and uh, and you can give any dollar amount, and you get a whole like hours of stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of audio that we do not use every for, once, any, for any of the yeah. shows, and you can hear all the extra audio, all the bloopers, and all the funny stuff that we you don't yeah, hear. Every once in a while, you get a gag reel from Wicked Anime. Not often, but every once in a while when there's a huge collection of stuff. Yeah. I also do want to shout out uh, that, remember guys, I'm over at geeksnewengland.org, uh, where I'm on a Dungeons & Dragons adventure from Legends from Aramis, the Naker Amulet. Uh, I've now joined the cast. I'm not a guest anymore. I am actually a character 
on the show that they they enjoyed my character well enough that I am regular now. One of us. So One so of now us. you get to hear from Wicked Anime James, Victoria, and me play Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by Jeff, um, and uh, ad- added uh, Jen as well, who uh, who plays our druid. Um, it's a really fun adventure. Come join us. And remember, uh, we already actually already brought some of the Wicked Anime fans over to Legends from Aramis. We already have listeners over there. Yep. Uh, so come join us if you like Dungeons & Dragons. It's a great audio adventure. It's really fun. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on the J-pop, anime, and video games amino pages at kingbaby.esh, on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade, and on facebook.com slash landofesh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashbrook, and Nerdcrave. And we're bringing back the unboxing videos. I just shot one the other day. So hopefully by the time you hear this, that episode will be up. And shout out to our wonderful, wonderful guest that we had this episode. Jess, can they find Hi. you on the internet anywhere? You can find me on the internet. You can find me on the Twitters, uh, at Jessica Ullman, U-E-L-M-E-N. Uh, and I write the occasional Nerdy Show article as well, um... I haven't been very recent due to the holidays, but the last one I did was actually a review of Rin, which was a manga from the creators of Death Note, uh, and it's quite good. You should check it out. Nice. Very cool. Is that def- different than, than Rin, Daughters of Menacen? I hope so. <laughs> I yeah. Know, that, was, that was a weird anime. That was yeah. a really weird anime. They like the name Rin. Yeah, they really do. There's a lot of Rins in jet anime and stuff. Rin, nice. Rin, Rin. <laughs> all right that's it for us yes thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the wicked anime podcast thank you jessica for joining us for this episode of the wicked anime podcast happy to be here and uh i we will see you guys or have you guys listen to us on the next episode someday we're gonna figure out a smooth transition Well, because it's weird because they don't actually watch us so we won't see them even still we can never correctly articulate a, a, a sign off for our yeah. show. Yeah, it is like yeah, like I have my catchphrase of "You don't have to be from Boston to be a bastard," <laughs> but it sure helps. You have to come up with something like that. Well, well we do have something. Yeah, and it's the only way we know how. Okay. <laughs>Pokemon bikini, maybe having something she's wearing on her head that's related to said Pokemon. That's as far as I'll go. It's a really cute Raichu girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, there's just nothing. Oh, I see the cute Raichu girl. I just passed it. That one? No. Oh, that one's cute. That one's cute. <laughs> this is a whole new discovery in the world of Wicked Anime, Sean, as you can hear. <laughs>
I hope you're I hope you're loving this. Holy crap, a sexy post wind gull. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.